My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi, friends. Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine mini episode. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Karen. Hi. The feedback is in, and Ghost is seemingly our best episode yet, dethroning our last episode. And I was the funniest. That's subjective. We took a vote. I got more votes. That's how democracy works. It's also how bribery works, but we won't get into that. I did not bribe. Mm-hmm. I attempted to bribe. Okay. I'll let you slide this time. You bribed and it didn't work, so. <laughs> I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but to quote Acclaim's 1993 smash hit video game, NBA Jam, we're on fire. Okay. Did you play a lot of NBA Jam? No, not at all. You were more of an NBA hangtime girl, huh? No, I didn't play that either. Oh. Maybe, just maybe, this podcast will get to the point where it simply doesn't cost me hundreds of dollars a year. You you think we're actually going to make money off the podcast one day? Uh, You're so cute. I'm not arrogant enough to ask for fame and fortune, but maybe we can break even. Yeah, you're so cute. Maybe have enough left over for a footlong tuna at Subway. (laughs) Quick note, the founder of Subway just died. Probably from eating a tuna at Subway. Sorry for your loss. Thank you. Enough of that, though. As they say, pride cometh before the fall, and I have no interest in becoming a digital Ozymandias. Because I've been talking about Ozymandias a lot. To it's you. funny that you had to read that. Caroline. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I'm over here improv and you're like, don't give away the secrets. You can tell. I could tell. That sounded like You're you were reading. Looking at me. It sounded like you were reading it. I wasn't reading it. You, you <laughs> were. All right. So we went to see Ghostbusters at the Knitting Theater. It, it was not the Knitting Theater. It sure was for you. Yeah. You didn't get much done, though, because it was too dark. Well, the pattern that I was doing, it, I needed to be able to see it. I felt like I messed up, so I just put it away. But I did get like two inches done. Two inches enough? Never. Never. So we're going to talk about Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. We have to talk about Ghostbusters. This will probably contain spoilers, I would imagine. Yeah. But I don't think we have to give too much away. No. I I have to spoil one thing. Okay. Like, I just have to. I kind of feel bad for kids now, though, because, like, everything is a nostalgia trip. Yeah. And... These kids are going to grow up being nostalgic for the things I was nostalgic for that they gave me the nostalgia. So, like, these kids are going to grow up being nostalgic for the things they gave me because I was nostalgic. It's I like am so confused. It's like a nostalgia inception. 
They're not getting new things for them to be nostalgic about. They're getting rehashes of what I'm nostalgic for. Yeah, this movie was a good mix, though. Like, kids that have never seen the original Ghostbusters will enjoy this movie. Right, you, and really, you, you adults, really don't have to. Yeah, the adults that saw the originals will f- love it because of all of the characters still being in there and all the nostalgia, but like you said, yeah. it's nostalgia. So they did do a really good job of making it so that... It's good for everyone. You get your nostalgia fix, but you can watch this movie if you haven't seen Ghostbusters somehow. Yeah. And get it. Yeah. Perfectly fine. They even had clips of Ghostbusters in there. Right. They did a really good job of telling the story enough mm-hmm. of the original Ghostbusters without yeah, it was great. point by point rehash of what happened. It was light years better than the last Ghostbusters release we got. Yeah. And I'm always worried about criticizing the female Ghostbusters movie because it was like so socially charged. And most people hated it because of the because it was ladies, and that wasn't why yeah. we didn't like the movie. A lot of a lot of people did dislike the movie because the Ghostbusters were women. Yeah, that's just true. Even so, when you're dissing it, that's what people think. You're one of them, like that you hate it because they were women. That's not that's yeah. not the case. And it was like specifically true if you're in the Ghostbusters fandom because of our age. And there's still some misogyny floating around there in my, our generation. It's not like our parents or grandparents' generation. Yeah. But it's still there, especially with like the Gamergate kids and all that shit. So I like the female cast of the movie, especially Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. They were all fine. Melissa McCarthy, like people don't like her for whatever reason, but she's funny. Mm-hmm. It was fine. I just thought the script was weak. The um, CG was too shitty. And it was, like, out of touch with the rest of the series. Like, the ghosts in the original Ghostbusters looked better than the ghosts in the 2016 version. Mm -hmm. Like, it looked like video game shit in the 2016 version. And you said this to me the other night. I don't don't know if you planned on saying it here, but also, like, the jokes, they were too, like, on the nose. Yeah, they were like, ah, shucks, ha-ha jokes. Yeah. Whereas Ghostbusters... Like, if you've heard me talk about Ghostbusters, if you've listened to the podcast before, the humor's pretty subtle. Like, if you're a kid, you'll miss a lot of the jokes. Right. In that Ghostbusters movie, if you are 11 years old, you will understand every single joke. There's no subtlety at all. Mm-hmm. Every joke is just a joke. And the Ghostbusters we watched last night, the boys brought it right back. Yes. Yeah, it was good. It was great. And even, even the on-the-nose jokes in the one we lo- watched last night... With Phoebe, when she was telling her jokes, mm-hmm. that is her. Yeah, and they were meant to be that way. They were yeah, from a it child. Was, it was like that. Yeah, that was that was her. That was her character. It fit her character. They perfectly. weren't playing to the adult audience when she did her knock knock jokes. Right. And my biggest gripe with the um, the other Ghostbusters, the previous Ghostbusters. I, like they brought back the original cast, but they played completely different characters. Mm-hmm. What's the fucking point of that? There is no point of that. Why even bring them back? Yeah. Like I, I guess it's just to hook the fandom in, but it was like insulting. Yeah. Like if you're no, bring... I, I liked it this way way better. If I mean, it... they didn't play big parts. They were only there for a few minutes, no, but they, they were have... they were them. They, they were still the Ghostbusters. Yeah, they didn't have to play big parts. Yeah. And they didn't play big parts in another movie. And the parts that they did play were fucking stupid. Yeah. They were fucking dumb. Um, I was, 
I was actually pretty on board with the movie, despite all the all the shit I said, like just now, all the mm-hmm. shit that bothered me. I could like kind of get past it and be like, this is OK until that fucking dance scene at the end with Thor and like the fucking ghosts and shit. Mm-hmm. It was just extremely cringy. And it's not in the the vein of what Ghostbusters was. Even the fucking cartoon wasn't. It wasn't cringy and shitty like that. Yeah. That was. There's things in movies that are called like cut the shit moments. Mm -hmm. And that was it for me. It's like, oh, fuck off. You know, what the fuck are you doing? There was none of that in this one, though. It was really good. And uh, spoilers. The the mini safe puff marshmallow guy. Come on. Yeah. I want one. We're going to end up with so many of those little fuckers (laughs) in our house, especially if they're squishy. They have to be squishy. I just used safe puffed marshmallow cream tonight and i was like i want one (laughs) and i had little marshmallows i was like i hope he's in there (laughs) so we got the disclaimer out of the way we'll talk about afterlife now okay because anytime you criticize that fucking movie you have to be like look i'm not a sexist pig yeah so that's out there i did not dislike the movie in fact i thought the best part of the movie was the women cast because they were good Mm -hmm. it's just they couldn't fucking save That shitty movie. So we'll start out with my gripes about this movie. The movie was too long. Yeah, a little bit. You could have knocked a half hour off this bad boy. It was it was definitely Which would make it a perfect length for you. Yes. So maybe that's a little selfish. But the first and second act, probably. Maybe not maybe not the whole second act, but the first act and like the first half of the second act. They're extremely slow, and they didn't really need to be. And then they ended up kind of blowing through the entire third act. Mm-hmm. Like the when um, Gozer and everything, yeah. all that shit. They kind of blew right through that because the rest of the movie was setting up these characters. Yeah. So it was a little slow and a little long. Finn Wolfhard was fine in this movie, but he always, he always plays the same character. Yes. He is just himself. He might as well have been in Stranger Things because... yeah. yeah. He might, he might as well just been the kid from it because they shouldn't even have changed his name. They should have just said he's Finn Wolfhard in this movie. That's yeah. his actual name because he always just plays himself. And I like him. He's good. Kind of always plays himself. Yeah. Kind of like Michael Sarah always plays himself. The kid from Juno. Yes. He always is that character. Yeah. And he kind of looks like him, actually, if you change their hair. They kind of look the same. Uh, the fact that the kid's name was Podcast because he has a podcast was super cringy. Yeah. They could have just given him a fucking name. That was stupid. It was. It's not funny or clever. It's, I don't even want to call it a joke. It's just a shitty name they gave him. Dude. It's not even kind of funny. Like, I couldn't no. even, like, make the joke and, and now start calling you Podcast because no, it was it's just... it's not funny. Ugh. It didn't bother me much. Like, I didn't even think about it till you brought it up. But there's a specific part of the ending that you did not like. Yeah, I didn't it? like that. What is his name? I know his name's Finn Wolfhard, but. Wolfhard. I don't, okay. <laughs> I didn't like that they let him, like, have, like, the final blow, you know, like, save the day, like, have, like, think of the thing that worked. It should have been Phoebe. The whole time she was the brains of this operation, she fixed all the. The gadgets and learned how to work everything and catch the ghosts and it was all about her being the hero. She should have been the hero all the way through. I didn't like that. 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it that way, but I could see why you did. I looked at it as him kind of redeeming himself because he was kind of like a knucklehead. And she's like, read a book, you know what I mean? All that shit. And he finally had a brilliant thought. Well, he could have had a hand in in it. I just thought I think that she should have been the one to think, oh, yeah, this is what we should do. I agree. To make it work. And they even could have. Oh, my God, we're going to. There's spoilers in this, all right? They even could have had the ghost of Egon helping her then. Yeah. Because they had him do that because they needed Egon to help her. Yeah. Egon could have pointed her beam at those silos to yeah. do that. Yeah, it could have worked out. But I didn't have a big problem with it. That was more, I didn't have a big problem. Yeah. I just that was probably it just hit me wrong. I didn't like it. And that was really the only thing you criticized the movie for at all. Yeah. Because you, you liked it more than I did. I, it, honestly, what I hated the most was the guy in front of us that kept laughing at everything and reading the subtitles and chewing. What the fuck was he eating the whole time? It was like he was eating popcorn kernels and he had no popcorn. Yeah, I think it was Werther's Originals. Because he was old? Yeah. It, I don't think so. It was not like, it wasn't a crunch of candy. It was like, it was like he was eating rocks. It was like one hard pop every now and then. Like, oh, it was driving me nuts. I should have just asked you to ask you to let us move down or yeah, something. I absolutely would. You couldn't hear it, and I you act like you can hear my needles ticking, and there's no fucking way that you could hear them and not hear that guy chewing on rocks. <laughs> well, you were right next to me. He was he was like that fucking um, muncher ghost. <laughs> it was so bad. Metal. <laughs> and he was reading the subtitles. Who reads the subtitles out loud? Yeah, because you know what. They're going to say what that. He was talking to himself the whole time. Did you hear that? Did Uh, you at least hear him talking? A little bit. Um, My lasting memory of him was him not washing his hands after we went to the bathroom after the movie. Ew. Just went went with the old piss fart walk out. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That's so gross. So those are my major gripes. My biggest gripe is specifically that the movie didn't need to be as long as it was. There was one point in time where I checked my phone to see what time it was. Because I was like, what? Let's fucking win. Get, yeah. Let's get fucking rolling here. And then when I checked my phone to see what time it was, I'm like, there was like 15 minutes left in this fucking movie. How are they going to finish this movie off? But the other shit's minor. So what I like about it. McKenna Grace was fucking awesome as Phoebe. Mm-hmm. She absolutely stole the show. She was the best character in the entire movie. She was great. Including the Ghostbusters. Yeah, she was great. I loved it. She was awesome. I don't love the whole two first names thing. I think if you have a last name that's a first name, you should be forced to have a first name that's a last name. Okay. Like McDonald Grace or something like that. <laughs> okay. So she's a boy. But other, she was so good. What's her name? McKenna Grace. Well, McKenna, that's cl- I mean, that's really close to a last name. It's getting there. I can't say enough good things about her. She was fucking perfect for the role. Yeah, she was really good. I don't think you could cast that role any more perfectly. And it was kind of weird that they looked like siblings. Yeah, they did. They they did. They even fucking wore the same glasses. Yeah. Which, I mean, obviously they did that. (laughs) (laughs) They did really lean heavily on fan service. It was very, very heavy on nostalgia, even when it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like your marshmallow man. Yeah. It was nonsense that they, they were in the movie. They them! And they're going to sell so many. Probably at Walmart. Yes, because Walmart was definitely plugged in this movie. Walmart and Baskin, Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. Are and, hard to miss. <laughs> yeah. And I said to you last night, like, 
Baskin Robbins was filled that entire row of ice cream in that movie, in in the movie. Yeah. And all the other shelves on Walmart, and they were they were stocked, but they had some missing. But the ice cream was cram packed all the way of Baskin Robbins ice cream. And I was like, so they were really like trying to push, you know, that they have lots of Baskin Robbins there. And you said. You would think if they wanted you to buy the Baskin Robbins, there would be almost no Baskin Robbins. Right. Like everyone's buying them. Everything else is like picked over and all that's left is the shitty Baskin Robbins. Yeah. There should have been (laughs) there should have been one container of Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Paul Rudd picks it up. But it was filled to the brim, like all the way forward. Yeah. Paul Rudd picks it up. Looks at it. They zoom in, and he's like, "Oh, thank God they had <laughs> the last one." Yeah, thank God they had one left. <laughs> Instead, he picks one of six hundred thousand <laughs> yeah. tubs of ice cream on the shelf. So it could have easily been too much. The nostalgia. They could have easily went overboard with it. They got close. There was, and, I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot. But if you're not a fan, outside of those marshmallow men. All the nostalgia shit still kind of made sense anyway. Yeah, it would it would not bother those that hadn't seen the movie. Yeah, a lot of the fan service was things that do not detract from the movie whatsoever. Podcast goggles that he took the pictures with. Yeah. They were what Ray wore in the first movie. Right. If you didn't see the first movie, you wouldn't know. You, that. you no would just idea. think that's some yep. weird thing that this dork came up with. Uh, the opening music, the entire score in general, honestly, was like ripped from the Ghostbusters movie. But mm-hmm. again, if you didn't see the movie, you wouldn't know that. And if you did see the movie, you're like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, little Stay Puffs, all that shit. All those things could stand on their own. You didn't need to see the first movie. And even the Little Stay Puffs, they made reference to the Marshmallow Man earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. So when you did see them, and that's iconic. Even if you haven't seen Ghostbusters, you've probably seen the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And they, yeah, they mentioned it multiple times in the movie that that was who they fought in New York that yeah. year. So... I do get on things for fan service sometimes, but it's when it detracts from the movie. You could see this movie and not even notice fan service if you haven't seen the first movie. Yeah. But it doesn't take away from the movie. So but if you love the first movie, you'll love, you'll love it. Yeah. They really did a nice job of balancing that shit because a lot of movies. And when you finally not. get to see the Ghostbusters again, like you and I both were just grinning. Yeah. It that, was great. That's where I was going next. Uh, this could have been a shit movie. And I would have liked it because of the ending. I won't get too much into it. We already did kind of spoil it. Uh, I didn't. You did. I know. But it was really no secret that they were going to be in this movie. So as the movie winds down, it's really no secret what's going to happen. Yeah. It's it's hard to stress how much the first two movies meant to me growing up. They were like friends or family to me. They were so important to me. I love them so much. And seeing them all together in this movie as the Ghostbusters again was legitimately emotional for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was well up. I was emotional about it, especially with the addition of Egon since Harold Ramis has passed away. Mm-hmm. I like that they brought him back as a ghost. I like that they showed him and everything. And you can do that with CG because he doesn't have to be perfect. Like it doesn't have to be this perfect right. recreation, recreation of him because, because he was a ghost. He's a ghost. So yeah. it can be a little funky looking. Having um, Harold Ramis be a part of this and doing it tastefully was a big deal for me because I love the guy. I even love like his uh, like stripes, all that shit. I love Harold Ramis. He's awesome. And it was important 
that they tastefully involved him in this movie. And frankly, this was his movie. This, yeah. this movie was about, it was about him. him. Yeah, and him and his family and his granddaughter. Yeah, all of it was him. I think it's a, a great memorial for him, like mm-hmm. a, a great capstone for him. I thought it was just... And awful. they specifically dedicated it to him at the end. Yeah, I thought... I just thought it was great. It was. So like I said, we left. You actually liked the movie more than me. Having slept on it, I think I like this movie quite a bit. And I'm absolutely down for a sequel to it. Good. I'm glad. And I was reading a little bit about it today. It sounds like there's a really good chance there's going to be a sequel. And we're getting to the point where you don't really need those guys to be in them anymore. This this could be the send-off. And then you can take it from there. Mm-hmm. I think doing it like this, this is all I asked for from the previous Ghostbusters movie. I wanted them to be in it, be mentors, whatever. And then pass it along. And then pass it on. That's fine then. I just wanted one last hurrah for them. But they put them in these goofy fucking cameos. And it just fucking gutted the movie. It was yeah, just... that was bad. But this this was perfect. It was great. Yeah. I think if, if you're going to reboot the Ghostbusters, this was probably the only way to do it. Especially with Howard Ramis dead. This is a great send-off for them. It's a great memorial for him. I think they could pop up in the other movies. Like, Aykroyd's not going to not be involved in it. He's always going to be involved right. in it because it's his baby. Mm-hmm. But you don't need them to be the Ghostbusters anymore. Right. He can still be a mentor and mm-hmm. have a few pop-ins or whatever. Yep. But he still needs to be a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Well, I mean, he they don't need to show up with the proton pack. No, no, no. I'm but I'm yeah. saying, like, they would still need to talk to him as a previous Ghostbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Not some delivery guy or whatever the hell they want. Right, that's where the other movie went wrong. They're like, yeah. we're inventing Ghostbusting. Yeah, no. It's like everybody already knows the other movie. Like, just, yeah. this was actually written <laughs> by the son of the guy that wrote the original Ghostbusters. I was going to ask you, do we even have time to do this other stuff? Yeah, we do. Because we're going to it right now. Okay. So that's enough Ghostbusters talk for me because I can literally talk all night about Ghostbusters. Yes, you could. Uh, that's going to be my recommendation for this week, Ghostbusters. After. I am not surprised. I kind of stole it from you because, like I said, I think you liked it more than me. Well, I said last night I was going to recommend it, and now you've taken it, so um, I guess you can have it. Thank you. It means a lot to me. I'm just, wow. Now you're making me sound like an asshole for trying to re- recommend it the first time. I have to get one over on you once in a while. Being an asshole? I'm not being an asshole. No, making me be an asshole? No, just Don't you do that all the time? You call me a bully. You have named me that on Twitter. You have named yourself that. It's a good name, especially for how you handle Twitter. They're easy to bully. Do you have a recommendation? Um, I was just going to recommend the snacks that I made tonight. Would you like to describe them, or would you like me to put a link in the description of the podcast? You can put a link if you want. It's a s'mores trifle. It was extremely tedious to make and very messy and i don't recommend that but if you get to be the one to eat it i recommend them so eat they that. were delicious eat that eat that s'mores trussle truffle trifle trifle that's a trifling thing to say <laughs> it's not that hard so we'll get into our homework now because this is running long what do you have for me okay so when i saw this one I was like, okay, this is going for homework, but they're going to delete this because they are going to get torn apart. And I took your advice and I screenshot it. 
And when I just clicked the link, it was indeed deleted. So I'm glad I have the screenshot. Good girl. So it is from Reddit. It's an Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for punishing my daughter for sliding this note underneath the bedroom door? Did I'm going to say it? probably. Let's hear it. <laughs> Did you read it? or Nope. Okay. All right. We recently moved into a new house. Expectedly, there is still a lot of mess to clean up, and my wife and I have been working nonstop to get everything ready before the holidays. So this incident took place last night around 9 p.m.-ish. My wife and I decided to go to our room to rest and get some privacy, leaving the kids watching a movie together in the living room. While me and my wife were, you know, suddenly I noticed movement near the door and I saw a finger slipping a small piece of paper and then disappearing. Later on, I went to check it out and I got extremely pissed. I shouted my 14-year-old's daughter name, daughter's name and told her to come stand before me and read what she wrote out loud. Stand before me? That's what he said. Was he a fucking drill sergeant? Uh-huh. The note said, keep it down. There are kids in the house. I then responded with, I know. How do you think you and your brother and sister got here? And then told her that her behavior was out of line and completely disrespected me and her mom like that and interrupt our privacy. She said we were really loud and the other kids were getting uncomfortable and she didn't know how to tell us that. She tried calling my mom's phone, but... We turned it off, and so sliding the note under the door was her only choice. And I told her she shouldn't have done that and that it was rude to address me and her mom like that and grounded her by taking away her phone and no visiting friends or allowing them to come for a month. She threw a three-year-old tantrum and said I was being unfair and was just looking for an excuse to limit her time with her friends. I refused to argue and extended her punishment. She stormed off crying, and my wife said I was too harsh on her and overreacted for such a small incident. She's trying to talk me out of punishing our daughter, but I've refused. Am I the asshole? Yes, of course. Of course this guy's the asshole. Yeah. Big time fucking asshole. If your sex is bothering the children that much, you do need to fucking keep it down. Yeah. That is traumatizing. That can be traumatizing for grown adults. Yeah. To overhear other people having sex. Yeah. Like, that can be a trigger. That can be... I mean, we're talking like borderline assault here. Like, yeah. to... To f- have people overhear you having sex when they're not consenting. Consenting, yes. Yeah. No one wants to hear your fucking. And to do it to children, yeah, that's you're horrible. Making your children voyeurs. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the asshole. And honestly, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have sex when your kids are are in the same house or awake yeah. or anything like that. But like, come the fuck on, you can be quiet. We wouldn't have other kids. If we didn't have sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> we and we have wouldn't have kid. sex if we didn't do it when the kids were in the house because yeah. they're always here. But you should take some precautions to not be a fucking dickhead about it. Yeah. Honestly. And if you find out that they can hear you and it, like, or then it's bothering them or whatever, then you should change that. Yeah. Do something about it. Yeah, if your bed's squeaking, fix it. Yeah. Definitely think, the asshole. I think the girl did the right thing, too. She didn't. Yeah, what else was she supposed to do? She didn't stop them. She didn't knock on the door or, like, yell or anything. She was just, like, privately, like, just letting you know. I mean, what other way? That is, like, the most private way to do it. Yeah, there could not be a more private way. That's better than calling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I do think he probably just wanted to punish her. He was pissed at her for something else. Yeah. And then he was embarrassed that he got caught having sex. But he sounds like a real dickhead. Yeah, he does. So I'm assuming the comments ripped him apart, and that's why it is. Oh yeah, oh they ripped him to shreds, and those are all still there. Why even post on "Am I the asshole"? Like, the only time you're supposed to post on "Am I the asshole" is if you're like 
sort of bragging about something you did Mm -hmm. and you're definitely not the asshole like am i the asshole for giving bone marrow (laughs) and missing my son's graduation (laughs) like something like that like of course not you saved some little kid with leukemia's life yeah no that's when you post on am i the asshole if i post on am i the asshole they would tear me apart so Mm. not gonna do it Mm -hmm. i don't even ask you anymore i can just look at your face and be like yeah i was an asshole i don't care i did it anyway I've kind of stopped even telling you when you were the asshole. I just fucking roll yeah. with it now. We just had this <laughs> that, conversation. This, this is who you are. Four minutes before we started the podcast. <laughs> it's probably on the original recording <laughs> from when we were voice testing. So I'm going to the well again with a article about a popular TikTok. So you might have seen it. No, I'm sure I've seen it then. <clears throat> you haven't been on TikTok as much, so we'll see. This is from the New York Post. Woman makes utter butter out of breast milk and husband loves it. No, I didn't see that. You ready for the fucking wit? I'm ready. Okay. He thinks it's the breast thing ever. No groceries, no problem. An enterprising woman on TikTok has left viewers utterly shocked after showcasing butter that she made from her own breast milk. A clip of the Dairy Queen's made-from-scratch bread spread captioned my crowning achievement currently boasts 1.2 million views on the platform i've done it i've made butter out of my breast milk confesses laughing mom laura hall before panning to a pat of the creamy condiment inside a bag i don't know if i've ever been more proud there's butter there's my butter my butter my utter butter oh my god and there's a tutorial on how to do it so i think i could have done it because i had like some heavy cream type milk yeah yeah you did I kind of wish you would have. <laughs> I, I, I didn't consider making butter with it. Instead, am I the asshole that I sent all of my frozen breast milk all the way across the country and fed a baby in Alaska? Instead of feeding my husband with it? Instead of feeding my <laughs> husband and making butter? Yeah, that's what you post on Am I the Asshole? Yeah. You let them rip of me course, apart. Of course you're not an asshole. You fed another baby. What? I'm kind of deciding if we should get into this. No. No? No. <laughs> Some things are too, no. Some things are too much for the podcast, so we are going to get into next week's movie, which I have no fucking clue what it is. So take it away, Carolyn. I actually haven't seen it either. Okay, our number one female fan, which is my best friend, we were discussing it, and we have like eleven movies, and she helped me make the list, and she has me convinced that. This movie will be easily convinced that it is a horror movie. Okay. I have my doubts and I don't even know what it is. But you guys do share taste in movies. Yes. Yes. All of her favorite movies are my favorite movies. We actually continue to have movie nights to this day, even though we are six dates away. Next Friday. Yes. So we do have very similar tastes, and though I've never seen this movie, I am excited to see it. I could have pre-watched it just to check, but I didn't want to. I wanted to watch it for the first time with you also and for the podcast. So the next movie we are going to watch is Coraline. Before we play the trailer, I'm excited. Have you seen it? No. Okay, good. Coraline Jones always dreamed of finding a better world. Imagine that she'd discover it in her own 
and everything is so good. What's shaking, baby? It just can't be real. Mom, you're just in time for supper, dear. You're not my mother. My mother doesn't have... B-b-b-buttons? Do you like them? I'm your other mother, silly. You probably think this world is a dream come true. My name! But you're wrong. You do like it here, don't you, Coraline? You could stay here forever. There's one tiny little thing we need to do. Black is traditional. <sighs> She's got this whole world where everything's better, but it's all a trap. You may come out when you've learned to be a loving daughter. From Henry Selick, the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas, comes a world of extraordinary imagination. <laughs> Spooky secrets. Who are you? You're in terrible danger, girl. And daring discoveries. I still have to find my parents. <laughs> To set them free. This year, when adventure comes knocking, <laughs> there are some doors that should never be opened. I'm scared! Coraline, written for the screen and directed by Henry Selleck, presented in Real D3D. It looks boosky. That's it's a very Tim Burton movie, just like Night Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, did you catch the quote in there? Yeah, I would be lying if I if I said I didn't choose it because she said you in danger, girl. You in terrible danger, girl. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. I've wanted to see this movie. I just for whatever reason have never gotten around to it. Well, now we can watch it together. And unfortunately, we're gonna have to pay for it. Very sorry. Yep. But that is in my fashion. Yes. You lucked out last week with Ghost. Two ninety nine on YouTube, Voodoo, Google, Amazon Prime. Two ninety nine everywhere. Tommy. You, you can afford it. You got this. Maybe one day we'll make money from this and we can afford them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, once again. Podcast like costing us money. Breaking even, um, and me charging freaking three dollars a week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you have eleven movies. Yeah, I have eleven that I could choose from, and I only get to pick four. So it's really hard to narrow them down. But I wanted to give this one to her as I love her and I trust her, and we do have such similar tastes. I dig and it. She you... was she was really like, no, this one's this is it. Have you seen a Nightmare Before Christmas? I, the Nightmare Before Christmas is one of those movies that I have seen parts of it so many times that if I put it all together I've seen the whole movie but I don't think I've sat down and watched it from beginning to the end. My movie where that is the case is True Lies. I've never seen the movie all the way through but I've seen the entire movie. Like I saw the beginning at the theater and I saw the end at the theater. Is that the one where you passed out? I just fell asleep. Oh. No the one where I passed out I don't remember what that movie was. They took me to the hospital. I did not get to finish it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't even think I got to start it. I think I passed out in the credits. They gave us a gang. Credits are at the end. The opening credits. Previews? No, where their cast is on the screen. Oh, okay. I was like, ooh, I don't feel good. And I went to the bathroom, went in the stall, unbuttoned my pants, hit the floor. <laughs> Woke up. There's a cop there. And, and he's like- Thought you were high. He's like, how are you, son? I'm like, 
not my dad. Um, I really have to go to the bathroom. He's like, I can't let you do that. I don't want you flushing anything. I'm like, you can leave the door open. He's like, okay, you can, you can just go. <laughs> and then they, they like carried me out and they sat me against the wall right outside the bathroom and everybody's looking at me. I'm mm-hmm. like, and then the ambulance came and I got a nice ambulance ride to the Bloomsburg hospital because I was dehydrated. No, But drugs. you weren't high. No. This time. This time. This time indeed. So I think that's it for this week. I hope you join us next week for Coraline. I'm excited because like I said, I wanted to see this movie. I really hope we time. didn't ruin Ghostbusters for everyone. Like I really hope you go see it before you listen to this. Well, by the time this comes out, the fucking movie will have been out for two weeks. Yeah. So you had your chance. Go watch it. Almost two weeks. Yeah. Almost two weeks. The movie will have been out. We told you in the beginning there will be spoilers. We told you again during the super spoiler that there was going to be another spoiler. So you can skip ahead or you can kind of fuck off because we gave you ample warning (laughs) twice. Don't be mean. I'm the bully, not you. And I'll put spoiler alert in the episode notes. I'll put fucking spoiler alert in the title of the podcast. Okay. Say Say good night, Richard. Good night, Richard. Bye.